Welcome back to the Photo Banter Podcast. Um, before we get into today's uh, special edition podcast, I actually wanted to tell you about a new image transfer tool I've been using lately called PicDrop. Uh, PicDrop's a really great tool for when you need to send off your files to your clients or whoever you're working with. You can create private galleries, different folders for whatever various assignments you're working on. And it's also really cool. Your clients can actually write notes on the photos you send to them and rate them. Um, it's really great. This kind of, for me, I've been using it for a few months and it's kind of helped me keep myself organized I got all my files in one spot and it's just kind of helped me kind of streamline my business for years I was using like Dropbox and WeTransfer and things like that but with PicDrop it was actually designed by a photographer so they really understand what photographers need and like I said I can't say enough about it I've really been enjoying it myself and actually with today's podcast if you enter the promo code PHOTOBANTER you're going to get three months free when you sign up at PickDrop.com um, so definitely go check it out and let me know what you guys think and remember to enter the promo code PHOTOBANTER and you'll get three months free. And without further ado, we'll get into the uh, special edition PGA Championship uh, golf photo podcast. Uh, thanks so much. Welcome back to the Photo Banter Podcast. Uh, today's episode is a little different than normal. I'm actually uh, sitting down at the PGA Championship Golf Tournament in Long Island, New York. And I sit down and I'm going to be speaking with uh, Golf Magazine photo editor Jesse Ryder, as well as their photographer Christian Hafer. Uh, we kind of just discuss uh, photographing golf, uh, different uh, editorial stuff, and photography golf a mix of things um it's a little different format than normal it's just kind of interesting conversation between the three of us um so i hope you guys enjoy it uh definitely go check out christian's work uh christian hafer uh, lots of interesting stuff he's working on his instagram is uh, h-a-f-e underscore life uh, he's been photographing the pga championship all week so some really amazing work up there and also let's go check out golf.com um where jesse uh Ryder and he's been working with the magazine golf uh, mag photo lots of cool work up there and uh yeah without further ado we'll get into the uh the episode here thanks so much all right we're here the golf uh photo banter podcast golf special edition pga championship uh we got uh christian hafer and jesse Ryder. uh thanks for taking the time to do this dudes yeah uh, thank you thank uh, you I guess, like, to start off, I guess, how's the uh, the week been going for you guys so far? You can just leave it there. Um, how's the tournament go- been going so far? You've been here all week, right? Pretty yeah, I, I got in on Monday and decided to give myself the flu. <laughs> and then, good job. And then watch Brooks Kepka beat up on everybody all week. But, yeah, it's been good. Is this, uh, I think, you've shot a couple majors now, right? Uh, yeah, I shot the Masters earlier this year. How's, for golf the, magazine. how's the vibe been uh is it different vibe <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's complete it's 180 degrees different yeah that's cool and for you jesse i guess um i know you primarily work on the magazine at uh, golf magazine um how is it kind of working these events is it something you enjoy doing oh totally uh anytime i can get out of the office is a good time um especially going to hang with and seeing some people i haven't seen in a while other photographers and other editors and stuff it's uh, it's always a good time and i also just want to say thanks again for uh for doing the podcast it's always amazing to hear and listen to the guests uh that you get on it's just 
it's a joy. I love it. So thanks again. Yeah, man, this is fun. I'm hyped to because uh, I love golf and we got a fucking awesome golf photographer here with Christian and just watching you shoot today, man. You can tell you fucking love this shit. <laughs> like for you, like did the golf come before the photography or what was? How yeah, you... I mean, my dad was like real into golf when we were when I was little, so I grew up with a club and then. I fell out of kind of golf and then kind of back into it around the same time. So I found photography and golf again when my dad, when I moved back in with my dad, so around 14. Yeah. And that's when I kind of started learning photography and I started golfing a little bit more. Yeah. What was kind of your goal coming into this week? I know you guys are doing, anybody listening, go on to golf.com. There's some really cool photo essay. Uh, Christian, I think they're updating it like every night, right? With your yeah, new work yeah. and stuff. Trying to get updated every night. I guess coming into this week, did you kind of have a goal in mind and like what you kind of wanted to capture? Or what was kind of your goal coming into it, I guess? Yeah, I mean, coming off of like the Masters, it was you, you had a, I had a really good idea of what I wanted to do because you see the masters every year and it's like, you know what you want to show. And here I had never been to Beth page and hadn't, you know, there had been tournaments here before, but it's all, it's kind of a variable. So what I wanted to show is kind of more unique angles of golf and kind of some of the, the quieter moments in golf. Some of the things that aren't necessarily just, you know, swings or uh, somebody lying down a putt. You know, maybe it's some of the other things or it's a, a little bit of a different composition than what you typically see in golf. And then uh, some of the patrons, well, not patrons here, but yeah, we're not at the Masters anymore. I, it's stuck with me. It's like gr- oh, burned that's what they, into that's, me. That's like what they say down there. Patrons. Yeah, they, they call them patrons. So some of the uh, some of the fans that came out here because they can they can get pretty raucous here yeah i was telling i was telling jesse before coming over here uh i think i was like on like 15th hole or something and dustin johnson was uh uh coming off and dudes were just yelling the most obscene crazy shit they were like they're like wayne gretzky isn't that good at, at hockey man he fucking is this crazy shit. that's so good um, uh yeah they're out of control i've i've heard some of the best conversations some of the best comments <laughs> i mean guys like just walking by you know talking about the show the vikings and how it's like that was real life i'm like what <laughs> like what is happening because when you're when you're at other tournaments and and some of these other events that's it's a very different tone here here they're just like let's go party yeah. and watch some golf I think that kind of lends itself to it being a public course. It's uh, more accessible to people. They don't see it on this high lofty pedestal like, say, Augusta National. Yeah. Um, It's the the people's course, so the people come out to watch it. And like Christian said, (laughs) you get some fans that are you know pretty interesting for yeah, sure yeah i had some like 21 year old kid maybe he wasn't even 21 he was he came up to me shit face with his girlfriend <laughs> and he's like he's like hey bro he's like what will happen if i run down the fairway i was like see that state trooper over there man he's probably gonna tackle you <laughs> oh you should have encouraged him that would have made great photos you were right in the uh, correct position for that i don't one. know if this happened to you but the best is like when you're walking around the greens and stuff or you're trying to like go up to the next tee they all reach out and try and give you high fives and they're like, and they're like hardcore about it. Like they're like trying to hit your hand, yeah. and they're like, "Let me touch your camera." 
can you see the moon with that? And it's just like the comments you get all day long are amazing. I did. Yeah. Someone actually did say that you shoot in the moon. Uh, yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah. How, how do you, do you engage or do you just try to like put your head down? And sometimes it, it depends. Like if I've, if I'm going to do something, I'll just ignore them. But sometimes I'll chirp back at them just cause it's my nature. And yeah. like, it's all like they're, they do it in like, it's a playful, fun thing for them. Mm -hmm. And so, I'll go back and forth with them a little bit. I had a couple of good exchanges today. Mm, no, it's cool. Um, I guess for you, Jesse, um, like I said, you primarily work on the editorial stuff. You do really cool features like portraits of all different types of golfers and all types of interesting stuff. Not even just pro golfers. There's people that are into golf, different interesting stories. Products, still, still pro life. Products, yep. still life. I guess coming into this week, what's kind of your role? Obviously, Christian shooting photos. Like when you come to this, what, what are you kind of handling? Um, well, number one, uh, I'm I'm also here to support Christian in whatever he needs, whether it be water or running a card. You know, I want to make his life easy so he could really focus on creating the images that he does. I mean, that's one of the reasons that we brought him in for this project was because he has a unique style and a unique look to his his um, photos. And um, people have really been responding to it. I mean, from the masters, the work that he did there was really successful. Um, I wasn't on site editing then, but um, here at the PGA, it's just like a, another continuation, just another separate job um, that he's working on. So yeah, I'm here as support. I'm here to edit. I'm also here to kind of be the go-between. So when Christian drops his images, um, I can get them up and ready for the rest of the team at golf.com or whatever else needs to go up social, anything like that. And I guess for you, Christian, um, obviously you kind of have the photos you want to take and then golf.com have, have the things that they need. Um, how do you kind of balance that? Cause obviously you have like, looking at your work, it's really artistic. Like mm -hmm, it's sure. like me and Jesse were talking about like, the old style of like golf photography where it's like a telephoto lens and it's basically this like a fucking shooting out of a cannon like motor drive <laughs> with you it's like looking at your work it's really more like painterly you're really trying to like create something yeah. it's not just like you're trying to create the shoot the action you are but um how do you kind of balance that like the commercial needs of what they obviously need and your artistic stuff it's honestly it's been really easy because you know jesse and and ashley will they're kind of like my bodyguards in a way mm. where they're they're kind of separating me from from anybody who has a need because a lot of people are like oh i'm doing this thing i want to do it when that might take me off the rails a little bit and so they just kind of let me do my thing there's really the only direction that i have really is to just go do my thing mm. and you know if something comes up they're like hey you know we need we need to try and get this if you can no worries but it's those kinds of things that just allow me to like really have the confidence to go do whatever I want to do. And if it's, if it's maybe a photo that really just doesn't work, that's fine. Cause at least I can try it. Mm. And it's like, like kind of collaborating, collaborating with like a photo editor. Um, what do they kind of bring to the table for you? Is that something you kind of enjoy? Um, kind of working with somebody on projects? Yeah. I mean like Jesse's really, really organized and like very, very thoughtful and, you know, very, very experienced in where, my maybe uh chaotic nature and it like if you come in and you see like my workstation is right next to jesse's it's like it's like a painting of <laughs> the two like mine's just littered Oscar with like cough Felix. drop wrappers and like lens caps Get and bond me sandwich there yeah there's like <laughs> there's half of a hot dog stuck on my 
and then Jesse's very clean and so for me it's like I come in like a tornado and I'm trying to edit as quickly as I can and get stuff down so I can get food in and then get back out Mm -hmm. and he's like okay (laughs) okay let's we got to go through we got to do this and so for me it it's like almost like I don't have to worry about that I don't have to stress about okay well who is this what is this you know he'll help me do that kind of stuff um, which allows me to like get in pretty quickly and turn around pretty quickly and get back out. Mm. Yeah, no, that's interesting. And I guess for you, Jesse, obviously you guys are the ones hiring photographers. What's it kind of your mindset when you're going to kind of work with a photographer? Like, is it, I guess it maybe it kind of varies from photographer to photographer. Do you feel like you have to be like more hands-on with more, some people and then other people you can kind of just let them run and do their thing or what's your kind of work? Yeah, it's, um, it's a little bit of everything. It certainly depends on mainly, I think, what the assignment is, like what our end goal is, um, and also who the photographer is. Uh, some people might need a bit more direction. Other people don't. Um, for you know this specific example with Christian shooting at the PGA, I mean, again, his direction was just to, to do his thing, be him. Um, it's been successful this far, and there's no reason that it'll stop being successful now. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, like I said, we've been getting a great response online and on social um, from his images. Uh, I mean, you can go look at Christian's Instagram, and you can see all the people kind of getting at him to say, come say hello and take hey their for, picture. Hey, it's, hey, hey for sighting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of those on social media. And um, I think that just kind of adds to kind of his uh, style you know he's a very hands-on person he's very personable and he likes to kind of mix it up with the people um this is kind of the perfect course perfect venue for him to do that Mm. um you know the masters is a little bit kind of more rigid and i guess stodgy yeah we were were talking uh earlier today he said he you felt kind of like you didn't feel that restricted you felt like it was good well like the thing with augusta is visually it's so much cleaner Mm -hmm. because it's not so corporate Mm -hmm. so you don't have these tents you don't have all the signage and people are very restricted in where they can go so it's more predictable for me as a photographer um and trying to look at golf differently shooting outside the ropes isn't necessarily the worst thing in the world especially at augusta where the colors are just like they can be really good um but it does have its limitations where here i can move around a lot easier i can i can get away i can push things a lot more than i typically like at augusta there's no way that i could just almost walk out into the fairway to get a photo yeah and here i can kind of do that and people aren't you know really saying anything to me about it yeah as long as you stay out of the way of the player and the caddy yeah they're the real boss at the end of the day oh for sure (laughs) and like you can pick up when they're not too happy with like lucas to me like he hit a ball way left, and so I hustled over there, and I got kind of, I knew everybody would get behind the ball to get that shot, and I wanted to kind of get the other side to get a little bit of a different angle. And he turns around to me, and he's like, I have this I have this twitch when I hear a cut, a, sham, a, a shutter go, and he like flicks his club at me. He's like, so just make sure you don't, and I'm like kind of looking at him. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. make sure I don't get hit in the face with your golf club. Yeah, please but don't do it's, that. it's that kind of thing where, you can pick up that he really isn't comfortable. Like, he just doesn't like photographers. Like, he wouldn't have made that comment if he was okay with it. Whereas, like, Dustin Johnson's so used to it that he's not phased at all. Yeah, I'm sure, like, some people are just so focused. It's like, 
it's it's almost like I maybe it's a weird analogy. Some people are light sleepers, some people aren't. It's like you know what I mean. Like some yeah. guys are like mm-hmm. this motherfucker's annoying. This motherfucker. Oh yeah. And then yeah. other people are just like. Well, and, and a lot of times too, like it hasn't happened to me, but you'll see it like certain guys, certain golfers, and and other people like musicians too, will just blame a photographer for something that really wasn't even their fault, but. They can take it out. On they them. can take it out on them, so they do. Is, is shooting like these pro tournaments something you enjoy? Because looking at your website, I'm guessing a lot of uh, some really cool work you've done. I think what is it, Band Dunes? I think you might Band have and shot. Dunes. Yeah, I'm guessing some of that is this like it's not tournaments. It's this maybe uh, just kind of golf. Yeah, I mean it's most of what I do is I don't know if I would classify it as landscapes. I mean it's kind of like I mean it's golf and. You know, some of it I'll go out and the intention to shoot landscape. Some of it it's like while I'm playing around or some of it's like a project where we're going out and shooting, you know, X, Y, and Z. So shooting tournament golf is very different than what I typically do. And it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's, it's cool to kind of like think about tournament golf in a different perspective. Yeah, there's so much more going on. You have to like work around all these weird elements. It's yeah, like, it's almost like a challenge. Like, like like we were saying, like there's so many like getting like a clean background is so hard here with like the tents and everything, all the like uh, concessions or whatever. It's yeah, like, like they're out there, but do how often? Like, do you want to just keep going back to the spots and shooting it? And for me, it's like no. Mm-hmm. I want to con- every day. Every time I go out, I want to try and find a different thing that I want to try and achieve Mm -hmm. and I don't want to go out and just because that's not my intent like there's guys that are doing that because they're really good at that and and that honestly frees me up to be able to kind of go out and experiment a little bit yeah and one thing I really respected that you you were you're you're leaving the media tent and we were talking about we were, we were both shooting with these gigantic tank 400 millimeter lenses today and it's interesting every for the most part Every guy out there has the same kit. They got their 400, they got their 7200, then they got this belt with like a 24 to 70 yeah, or something. Yeah. And you said something I thought was really cool. You were like, I don't want to be dependent on this one lens because it's like a, you feel like it's just kind of like an easy tool to fall yeah, back on because it just like throws the background on a focus. Exactly. Like a 400 to 8 is like, you don't really have to be too cautious with your background because like you said, it's it just everything gets super milky and mm. and at the same time too it's like it just makes everything look better but it's it it also is looks the same yeah and if jesse we were talking earlier like you've been working in this business for like over 15 years like strictly golf photography you you've worked with so many different photographers seen so much work uh what is it you want to see more of because like we were saying like some guys kind of stick into like the same thing what would you like to see? Have you seen things change since you've got into this, uh, since you started or not, not really. I mean, you know, technological advance advances aside, um, you know, golf photography has been pretty consistent. I mean, you know, you want the swing positions. I mean, there's, there's the agencies that do that really well. They get out there, they shoot those swing positions and, and those sell, those get picked up by magazines and commercials and and things like that. Mm. Um, Personally, what I what I've been enjoying working with Christian about is that he just has a different way of seeing it, and he's not so beholden to having to deliver these things of finish position, of a, a 
you know, someone looking down a putt, um, you know, things like that, hitting out of a bunker, he can move around a little bit and not, not think, oh, I have to hit these notes. Mm -hmm. He can kind of just go out there and just kind of operate the way he normally does Mm -hmm. in this. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's more of a fine art genre, you know, branch rather than like an action sports branch. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, if like you said, if you go and look at his website, you see a lot of that there. You see a bit more of a fine art feeling to it. Um, it's a little bit more thoughtful. It's not just, I'm here to shoot the action or I'm here to get the landscape or something like that. It's a bit of a combination of all those things. Yeah, it's like when people do stuff different, you know. Like for me, I got into photography because I love it and it's fun to like just mess around with stuff. Maybe that could be like shooting with a Lomo one day. Then it's like messing mm-hmm. around with like some like... Uh, some gels or like some weird shit and i think what happens and i'm guilty of this too because like at a certain point you you're trying to make money to pay your bills and you look at what other people are doing and like for for you christian did you ever fall into those traps or have you always just had that like confidence (laughs) in yourself to be like i'm like this artist and this is my vision i mean i i did a lot of street stuff when i lived in philly and so that was really I wasn't shooting any sports and I wasn't shooting any golf. And so I was just getting up and walking around Philly for like eight hours a day and just shooting whatever I could find. And then when I came and started shooting more and more golf, I got in the, you know, the traps of, okay, well it has to look like this. The saturation has to be this. It has to be, you know, I have to do all these things. And then what I started realizing was all those fo- I hated all those photos I was taking and they weren't they just there was nothing about it that i felt that it was a photo that i took and so i started kind of experimenting more and once i realized that i didn't have to shoot golf a certain way i that's where i was like okay now like you said like let me try this let me try that and over the last couple years it's just been building on what works and what doesn't and so i'll try things for a little bit and maybe it works and most times it doesn't and (laughs) and then i just learn and i adapt and i go from there yeah yeah that and that's how you set yourself apart you're not doing what everyone else is doing and yeah and also helps you figure out what works too is by figuring out what doesn't oh yeah for sure like the the one of my favorite quotes is fail harder and Mm -hmm. it's literally just it people ask me for advice oddly weirdly um and that's my biggest thing is like just go out and do stuff just do things then if it sucks that's okay it doesn't have to be great every time like we take a lot of photos and a lot of them aren't good Mm. that's just the way it works amen yeah it's like i (laughs) I look at it like this because you can and i've lately i've really been trying to like push myself to like because there's like these go-to things you can always fall back on because you've Mm -hmm. done it a million times and you know you're going to get something good and you know it's going to work but then you go at least for me you can go months and months where you're like I haven't even tried anything different. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, uh, you know, it's just, uh, yeah. Yeah. Especially like in golf, golf's kind of a weird thing because it's so specific (laughs) and it's so like, there's so many stereotypes around how golf should look. Yeah. So when I start pushing things a little bit, I'm like, I even question myself because I'm so conditioned to how golfers and golf and golf courses should look. Yeah. And so when I start bringing in all these outside influences or these things and I'm like, well, well this would be kind of cool. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't know. And then like, I look back at it on like a month later, I'm like, that was really, 
that was really fucking good. Like, yeah. I want to do more of that. Yeah. So. I like it, man. I, I just want to, let's burn it all down, man. Let's start over <laughs> again. It's like, for me, photography, man, it's like, there ain't no rules to this shit. I was talking to some guy on the course. Like, I was telling Jesse, this guy came up to me. No joke was this, eyeing me up and down. And I didn't say anything. Literally eyeing me up and down for like 45 seconds. And because I didn't have a, I didn't have lens shade on my lens because uh -huh. I was like fucking around with flare because I yeah. like flare. Yeah. And he was like, "Why don't you have a lens shade, man?" I was like, <laughs> I was like, I like flare. I was like, I'm just messing around with it. And it was just funny. And he is for him. It was just like, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, teach their own. Yeah, teach their own. I'm just. I'm well, yeah. Well, that's and that's a big thing too. Like the question I get more than anything is, "What do you shoot with?" Yeah. And my response always is either decline that message or whatever like it does not matter mm. it it really doesn't matter because i you could literally pick up my camera and go shoot what i'm shooting mm -hmm. and go put the lens shade on or not yeah and you're gonna get something completely different like you're just the camera and and the gear and how you use it is that's just that's just a tool that's just yeah, it's you finding it's you finding these angles, these weird spots, a different like take on it. Oh yeah, or like details. Like you had a cool uh, photo of a guy holding the bucket, uh, one of the maintenance workers. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I don't know what was in there, but like, yeah, they go out and they they grab that mix and they hand fill all the divots every day. So it's like this big army of people at the end of the day mm. walk the course and throw that stuff in there. And he was the only one not wearing a glove. Mm. No, that was cool. He was also like twenty one. And so. Christian found him, and yeah. I f I found that dirty hand and i'm like let's go buddy let's take this photo so he looked at me like i was a psycho <laughs> <laughs> uh so how do you how do you guys how did you start working with golf uh i guess golf.com or um i saw so I, I know ashley mayo um and she she's a friend of mine she sent me a text randomly and she's like hey how would you like to shoot the masters and that's essentially how it happened um which I don't know. Jesse probably knows more than it than I do about how that all came about because that, that literally was it to me. It was like, hey, we think it would be cool, and I was like, that sounds awesome. Yeah, because I thought it was cool when you told me that you're like, yeah, we got we got this guy who's shooting a bunch of the majors for us. Because in my mind, I didn't. I thought Getty just ruled all the live stuff. I didn't realize that magazines were still hiring photographers to shoot like the live events and stuff. Is that something you guys have always done or? We've, we certainly have done it a lot in the past, and when golf was affiliated with uh, Sports Illustrated, we, we relied on them pretty heavily for that as well. Um, but now that golf is kind of, we're out on our own, um, we're trying to get back into that zone. We're not quite there yet. Um, it's certainly, you know, I, I really, I'm not really comfortable calling everyone out, but, you know, it's, it's hard going up against the big agencies, um, you know, when there's an agency with six or seven shooters out there or a dozen shooters, they cover it all. They get every player, they get every angle, they get everything you could possibly think of. Um, so it's tough to compete with that. And there's certainly things that the agencies are going out and shooting that Christian's not getting and, and vice versa. You know, They're not getting the stuff that Christian's getting. So there's places for everybody in this world and everyone's kind of playing their part and there's no, there's no bad parts to be played. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, going back to how how Christian uh, landed it, we certainly had quite a few internal discussions about what we were going to do for the majors, and you know, it was more of a big overarching plan for all the majors rather than just one um, the Masters at first. Yeah. And um, you know, it took a little convincing of some people, 
and that's just because they didn't they didn't have the vision they didn't see kind of what a few other people saw in the company and uh it kind of gathered up some speed and then it finally got approved and we sent christian to the masters and he just absolutely crushed it and totally impressed everybody with his hustle and the way he worked and what he delivered and of course you know our response online and on social was massive so it just kind of bolstered his stature a little bit inside the magazine and inside golf.com that now okay the pga is coming up like is Christian on board is was the question I was getting. Yeah. So um, it started off like a little, people were a little apprehensive. And by the end of the first event, all those apprehensions were gone because he had kind of shown that he was ready for it and he was able to handle it. Yeah. No, I think it's cool. Cause it like said to you guys, like you said, like the stuff you shoot, it's not just the generic stuff mm. uh, for me. Uh, I got no problem. I'll, I'll shit on Getty. Uh, I was like, uh, 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 not everyone. This is what I'll say. I had this conversation with another photographer. I, I'm not completely shitting on Getty because Al Bello, legendary sports photographer, mad respect for his work, a ton of good photographers. But then with I think what happens with Getty in my mind is it's such a behemoth that they mm. end up like hiring people that are not the caliber of like Al Bello and all these other guys, you know? I don't know. That's his... They got some heavy hitters for sure. No, yeah, they're, they do. they're tight. Uh, they're all right. <laughs> well, I mean, like, they, the reason that I can kind of go out, like I said before, and push it a little bit more and, and challenge perspectives mm -hmm. is because they're the ones that are covering what True. is needed. You know what I mean? They're, they're hitting, they're doing a job and it's what's needed. It may not be glamorous and it's not like what I'm doing is glamorous, but yeah. that, knowing that okay these guys are getting it and we could just okay yeah. and now let me right. just go crazy so it it's it's good and bad and like you know at the same time could i do that probably never yeah i just just from like i don't think i could i'm so chaotic as a human being that like i can't sit and be like i have to get this here yeah. and there and like and know that i'm like Woo, okay on to the next thing no you're right you're right i'm being a hater everyone's ha everyone, <laughs> everyone everyone has a lane i think that's just my like i like the type of stuff you do i, would, I was like what well, everyone should be doing this cool shit <laughs> but if everyone did it then be, it wouldn't be as yeah unique. nobody else do it yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone stay away that's true and uh i guess jesse uh golf uh magazine is uh you guys got a lot of changes you guys redesigned the magazine recently i think uh redid the website um how is that kind of the changes since uh it got bought like a year ago how much time went into kind of redesigning the magazine i guess oh man yeah a lot of time went into the thought process behind that um just backtracking a little bit i think the last time i was on this podcast i i had alluded to some big things happening uh coming up and and that's what i was alluding to was the big redesign of the magazine um, many hours, many sleepless nights were kind of spent building that up and then to kind of see it take shape in our February 2019 issue, um, I'm sorry, 2018 issue, uh, was really cool. Mm -hmm. It was really great to see that. And, um, the changes have been many and it's been great working with some of the new staff members that have come in. And I mean, maybe I'm a little biased. I think it looks pretty sweet. Um, I've been happy with it. You know, there's certainly, it's not perfect yet. And I think that the second year you settle in on what you're happy with, you're, you're kind of shot yourself in the foot and you need to always keep pushing 
and finding ways to improve it. Uh, we just had a meeting recently where we really tore it apart and we figured out what was working, what wasn't working, where we had lost our way from our prototype, um, you know, what could be cut, what could be gained. And we really, I mean, we took it apart pretty viciously, just the internal staff, um, just trying to, you know, look at ourselves and see what was working and what wasn't. Yeah. And it was great to do that it really was did you have like obviously the design of the actual like cover change were you even like thinking of like how you wanted to change the photography or did that kind of stay the same or what was kind of we put a stick of dynamite under the old magazine we didn't just redesign a section or redesign a logo we blew the entire thing up Mm. and we redesigned it from the ground up yeah um you know hats off to the rest of my squad back at the mag um they hustle hard and it's it shows like i said it's something that we're all really really proud of and the the market the people out in the world have really responded to it as well oh, that's mm-hmm. cool man it's exciting and i was really interested to get your guys take uh just last week uh golf digest got purchased by discovery channel um i guess what do you guys kind of think obviously competitive you guys but what when you kind of heard that what was kind of your initial thought because for, for me, like you, uh, so many magazines, like the week before that, ESPN, the magazine style, they are going to stop printing. Uh, mm. the, one of the city magazines in Boston that's been around forever and proper Bostonian went out of business. Uh, so when I heard that they, somebody like, was putting that much money into a magazine, I thought it was pretty interesting. I guess mm-hmm. did you guys have an initial... Yeah, um, I had known that Digest was um, you know, for sale for a while, um, like most magazines are right now. And uh, I think like most other people, I was just kind of waiting to see what happened. And I think that being bought by the discovery companies, it kind of sets them up as uh, the establishment. They're now kind of in with the PGA Tour, yeah. um, which is fine. But I think they're also going to have to be a little careful about how they, like what they produce. Yeah. Um, whereas Golf Magazine, we're still our own thing. I think we can push the envelope without fear of... yeah making anybody angry or making a corporate sponsor Mm. angry um that's not to say that we don't have advertisers that kind of would like more say in what we do but uh like i said it kind of sets us up as like you know the people that could kind of do what we want without fear of of anything and yeah no i think i think it's an interesting move um not you know it'll I think we have to wait and see what will really happen, how it shakes out. It's so fresh. I mean, it just happened, yeah. uh, you know, a week or two ago. So because with like so many magazines going out of business, like every, everyone I keep hearing, like oh, it's going to go digital, it's going to go digital. Uh, where do you see that? Because the, the thing I'm curious as a photographer, I don't know if you think about this, Christian, but when they say go digital, like are the rates going to drop? Because I've had this, I've had assignments from like big magazines where it was like a digital thing. And the rate was less. I was mm. like, is that going to be the future? I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I, it, it's hard because I think a lot of people, a lot of people look at digital as, as more fleeting than I think print. Mm-hmm. And so they look at it as like, we were kind of, it's content. Yeah. And, and to me, content like has, it's almost kind of a negative term where people are like, oh man, I love your content. I'm like, <laughs> it's a photo and it's a lot of work yeah. and because to me content is like this it's just this thing that is you just it constantly is being driven in your eyes and and it's you're 
you're crapping it out you know it's just you're not really taking it in and i think the more people try and push digital the more people are going to push away from it i mean i was going to go to school for photojournalism and that was around the time that digital was really becoming a thing mm-hmm. and people were like oh my god like f- the photographers are done mm-hmm. like it's done it's over yeah you know however many years ago that was and now they're talking about prints done and how long have they been talking about it i think i think like anything it'll have its lifespan and and digital and this whole thing will at some point kind of burst a little bit yeah and but print will always be there and it may change it may evolve but i think it'll always be there in some capacity yeah, I think too. I think it's going to be more like niche based. It's going to mm. be like catered more because everything's catered to. You know, you look at everything like everything's catered specifically to like whatever your niche, whatever these people enjoy. Like I think it could like look at like Golfer's Journal. It's a really like niche publication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, and then I think that's going to go across the spectrum of like all magazines. That's my thought. I don't know. That's that's an interesting thought. I, I kind of agree with that. I think there's definitely been a shift in the industry that's leaning more towards and i think we were talking about this before it's almost like it's a coffee table magazine Mm. you know you you want to leave it on your table to read just like you would a nat geo um but it's not like a full book yeah so it sits there for a little while you read it and you could pick it up a month later and still read it and still find you know sustenance in those stories uh and those photos and uh, you know shout out to to kojiro over at Golfer's Journal. They've been doing a fantastic job at that. Yeah. No, I called you. I was mm-hmm. a man. Um, that's really cool. And I guess uh, you actually shot the PGA Championship at, what, 2016? You, you shot some cool stuff. Uh, yeah, I think it was. It was at uh, Baltisserol in New Jersey. Um, and that was fun. And the thing shooting, shooting golf is a lot of work. It's a lot of walking. It's carrying a lot of heavy lenses. The, the, the people that do it week in, week out, um, that work for those big agencies and stuff, I mean, Mad respect to them. Mad respect because I don't hate you, Getty. I, <laughs> I love some of it, <laughs> but uh, it's uh, it's tough. It really is tough, and and everyone thinks it's you know you just get out there and you kind of shoot, and it's you know once you do it, you know that it's it's not that easy, and uh, but it's fun, and that's why we always keep coming back to it. And I, you know, full disclosure to everyone out there in uh, podcast land, I was not shooting this weekend. So yeah. Christian and Alex are exhausted. They've been shooting. They've been lugging the big lenses. I've been, been here one day. This guy's yeah. been here all week. So yeah. I, 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 I got nothing Monday. to complain about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, I'm I've been white. sitting in an air-conditioned room for the whole time. So I've, uh, I'm fresh as a daisy, so this to speak. He's a savage. Yeah. Uh, Christian, wh- how do you approach these things? Because like you said, especially this course, I mean, you've shot a lot more golf than I have. This course is huge. It's oh a big, it's, an understatement. it's a big boy. How do you approach it? Do you do you kind of just follow a group for a little while? Do you kind of pick holes you camp out at? Like, how do you attack it? Because with the course so big, you can't be everywhere. Yeah. Like, how do you approach it? I guess. So, like, for the Masters, it being my first major, and you know, my first time at Augusta, I was like, God, get there early. You know, walk around and get acclimated and all that kind of stuff. And so I did that. And then by like Wednesday, I had kind of everything figured out where I wanted to shoot, like shots that I wanted to get. Yep. But golf's such a very, there's so many variables that come into it. Like I can't predict. I know golf really, really well. So I know if X golfer has a tendency to miss right. Okay, well, let me go 
up here and hopefully of course he misses left and then i'm like crap what do i do now so what i learned really quickly was there was no real playbook like i you just had to follow your instincts and that was kind of how i came into this was i never played beth page but you know i knew it was long i knew it was a really tough walk um i knew that from nine to the media center is what two miles and yeah probably more than that yeah probably more than that and there's no and it's like uphill to get out there big hills yeah big hills hills. you're like you're (laughs) you're scooting and there's no shuttle back and i only took the shuttle once this week and i didn't like it because i thought it took too long okay which it probably (laughs) took like 20 minutes off of my journey but i thought i was like i'm like well but if i can i'm missing shots if i don't walk like and that's kind of the way i think about it is i don't want to sit on a group for too long just because my assignment isn't to shoot a group Mm -hmm. it's not to shoot you know brooks or whoever Uh, obviously that it's good to have those images of the leaders and and things like that and like one of my favorite photos is the photo of tiger from augusta on 12 and I'm like, this is a pivotal moment. This is where things can happen is at this hole. So I want to make sure I have that photo. Yeah. And the same thing here is tomorrow, it's kind of already in a bag. So maybe there's that image that I can get that I can say, okay, well, that's my cool, you know, Brooks Kepka photo of him winning. Because it's really likely that he's going to win. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but for the most part, it's just, it's really just, as the week progresses, yeah. it's, it's like you're turning up the volume a little bit. Yeah. So as you get to Thursday, it's like, okay, it's, it's time to like really turn it on. And like today, the crowds were two, three times as big. Great crowds today. Yeah. And, you know, which is good, helpful for me as a photographer, because then it gives me some layers to work with colors and it helps kind of break up the monotony and, you know, some of the blandness that happens at some of these golf courses where it's just like, a white tent mm-hmm. now you can have all these or like the worst is empty seats in the stands now you have all these different colored shirts and so it's something to play with a little bit yeah will you ever like camp out at a spot hoping something will happen yes so i found a couple spots here that they're like really good because there's you know there's a t there's two t boxes and like green there so there's a lot happening so if I have a group come up, I can go back and I know this shot will work or I can move over here or I can go shoot that green. Mm. And there's a few of those little spots where I'll just kind of sit for like 30 minutes, mm. maybe a little bit longer, maybe an hour, just because play out on these majors is so slow that, you know, they're they're not coming through every 15 minutes. It's taking a while. So I'll wait for a couple groups to come through and, and see if the light's doing what I want it to do, if if the people are going going where I want mm. and then I, my ADD kicks in and I'm gone. Like I just, even if it's the best place in the world, it's like, Oh, I already have that photo. So I need to go find another one. Yeah. And as soon as I take one, I'm like, okay, what next? Yeah. Do you feel like, a, do you, is there like a certain point? Like I always just feel anxious, like shooting these things. Cause it's like, I need to get stuff and it needs to have yeah yeah 100 percent. it's anxiety is like at a high we're at sunday now you've shot a lot of amazing stuff do you feel still no no i don't like any of it (laughs) to be honest i'm like (laughs) i i feel like i left so many shots out there and i was like there's one where i couldn't get like across the road and up onto this perch to be able to shoot that he this golfer went long into the fescue and there was like the TV tower was there and 
you know, there there was all this stuff happening, and I'm like, ah, and I'm like panicking, trying to get over there because I'm like, I need to get this photo, and I couldn't get there in time. Like, as soon as I'd gotten my camera up, he had like just finished his swing. I'm like, damn. Yeah. But those happen all the time, and I mean, there are a lot of images in there that I like that are really good, but I've all constantly feel like I could do more, I could do better. Yeah. You know, there there's always something to shoot. No, that's a good attitude to have. And I guess for both of you guys, uh, what's like a bucket list project? Is there anything that you've been in a golf magazine? Is there ever, is there something you've had in mind for a long time that you've always wanted to make happen? This hasn't happened yet. And, uh, same thing for you, but I guess I'll let you go first, Jesse. Um, yeah, there's, there's a couple. Um, I've always wanted to do like a day in the life of golf project, a single day across the country x amount of photographers shooting all on the same day at different times uh just like life magazine used to do like a you know day in the life of the u.s uh back a long time ago um that's the type of project the large scale project that i it's like a bucket list thing like you said i would love to work on something like that as crazy and as hard as it sounds and to to organize you know 50 different photographers across the country so in your mind so it would be like photographers is shooting golf in different cities kind of or no it would be let's say for example the uh the maintenance uh, crew worker at a course in nantucket yeah who wakes up first thing in the morning on the east coast and goes about their job and then maybe there's some factory workers that arrive and you know as as the sun rises across the country and the country wakes up these mini photo essays would take place maybe there's a celebrity involved maybe there's a a mayor that is trying to get uh you know a mayor of detroit trying to get a golf course built in the inner city um maybe there's a very private club in texas and there's some members playing there all the way across to hawaii or the alaskan islands and find these stories, track them down, find a photographer to shoot them and turn it into a cohesive photo essay. Like I said, golf across America in one specific day. Hell yeah. That'd be dope, man. Uh, you can make this happen, man. Um, yeah, I've been I trying like for a long time. <laughs> I feel like you can do it. Did he tell you? Did, did Jesse tell you about the the his, Phil Mickelson trying to? Is it okay to talk about that? You was trying to set up Phil Mickelson for a photo shoot, and you're talking to his mom. Um, <laughs> yeah, that issue's out now. Yeah, actually, that was uh, that. So that was <laughs> a cover. It's great. <laughs> so that was a cover with um, that actually Christian shot a Phil Mickelson cover, and he got he captured that shot at the Masters of, yeah. of Phil, and uh, we were really trying to get him for a cover, and it we were working on a story with Phil's mother and Phil's family connection to Pebble Beach. This was going into our U.S. Open uh, preview issue. Philip, as his mother likes to refer to him. <laughs> um, and we really tried to set it up hard, and, and Phil was just, you know, busy, and he couldn't couldn't make it. Yeah. Um, but we did a great shoot with his mother, and, you know, luckily Christian was on site at the Masters to make our cover happen regardless so no that I I love the story man it was so good uh is that being a photo editor is that kind of like is that the skill just kind of making stuff happen out of nothing like for I guess for someone listening to this who thinks maybe they want to do that as a job what do you think you need to be able to do to be like a good photo editor in your mind um I think you know number one you just have to love photography and and really support it as well um, I like to support the people that I work with. I want to give them the tools to succeed. I'm not trying to 
pigeonhole them or, or put them into a corner that they can't fight their way out of. I want it to be an easy job for them. I want them to turn around and give me amazing images for the magazine, for the web, whatever we need. Um, I think you also got to be pretty organized too. I mean, I'm not saying I'm the most organized, but I think that's a, an important part of the game is being able to kind of multitask and manage multiple projects at the same time. Um, and I think also communication. I mean, I, maybe I'm giving like weird kind of generic answers that no, I this mean, is good, could man. kind you of even, fit into any job. You're, but You're a fucking pro, man. People are going right. to listen to this shit. I'm with it. Alex is my hype man. Um, uh, yeah, you... you like I said, you, you got to communicate what you want to the photographers. I mean, this is a good example right now. I mean, with Christian, my communication to him is just do you. Yeah. Do exactly what you do. Yeah. I don't want you out there trying to feel like you're fitting yourself into another role, another genre yeah. to, to appease me or the magazine or the website. Mm. You know, what I like to do, and I, I talk to my editors and, and my creative team about this too, is that we should be hiring photographers for what they do we shouldn't be telling them what to do they should have their own ideas they should have their own things that they come to the table with to present to us and say hey i love your idea for this assignment here's some of my ideas what what is going to land what is going to work you talk to the editor you get them involved hey i like this idea let's take the interview that way that way these photos will all fit together nicely yeah so it's a lot of communication it's a lot of liaising with the different teams at the publication and then also the photographer, maybe even the subject or the venue. I mean, whatever, whatever it, it having takes. A broad, you you know about so many different photographers, man. Like just from like looking at your Instagram, you I, I go on there sometimes because this guy he follows every goddamn photographer. Like and, yeah, and, and yep. that's like a big part of the job is this like knowing because is looking from yeah. do, from starting this podcast because I realized is like I have these photographers in my bubble that I always look at. But then from talking to those other people, there's so many photographers yeah, out there yeah. I didn't even realize existed. For I'm sure. Like, I'm like, oh, shit, man. Like, it is, it's really kind of interesting. Yeah, I like to um, keep my ear to the ground, so to speak. And I'm always on the lookout for new work, new photographers. I mean, there's so many people out there that are just massively talented. And, you know, if I had unlimited budget, I would hire everybody. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, unfortunately, that's not the reality. But I'm still looking always i'm still keeping my ear to the ground seeing who's doing what what's out there different projects that people are working on i'm looking for inspiration myself as well yeah see somebody working on a project oh that's really interesting like could that fit somewhere else that we're doing yeah um you know i think also as photographers we're constantly just consuming all this visual stuff hmm. anyway so we can stay excited about stuff and you see what other photographers are doing you're like oh that's so cool like yeah how did they do that exactly i want to figure that out. i want to try to do that myself but i want to put my own spin on it and that's i think that kind of helps keep everyone creative and keep things fresh and mm -hmm. and almost like friendly competition you yeah. know you you see someone's doing something really successful and and you want a taste of that success you want to share with that too yeah so um how did they get to that point it's good yeah i mean i, I think it's great and it and certainly drives people pretty hard yeah and I guess uh, Christian, what, what's your bucket list project, man? Like you want you want to shoot golf underwater, go to the, <laughs> go to the, go to the, go to the moon. That's it. Like, we're sending Christian to the moon. I, mean, I, I, so. I know you got some crazy shit. I need I need Jack Nicholas. I need Tiger Woods. We're going to the moon. We're gonna play around <laughs> golf. No, I mean for me, it happen. Like my whole thing with golf, not just from a visual standpoint, but golf in general, is trying to change people's perception of golf and what golf is and who golfs, um, and. And then obviously how it looks, I think 
you know, being able to open a conversation a little bit about, oh, well, that's a golf photo is kind of something that drives me. So there's a few projects um, that I kind of want to do and some that I've started just kind of on my own because like as photographers, it's always important to have like your own personal projects. And so like I have some that aren't golf related, but on the golf world, like to me, the caddy thing is, is endlessly fascinating. Um, we, we, I have a little logo of it's the circle jerks, you know, skanking punk with the Augusta caddy bib on and a golf bag on his back. <laughs> and so like, it's always been fascinating to me, but doing a, a photo series about just caddies, just portraits of caddies. Yeah. And because there's so many, and as I play golf, I meet so many that are young, you know, old that are toward dogs to just some guy that does it on the summers, like to it's teachers. It's a unique job. It's a, it's a unique job and a unique set of people yeah. for sure. And, and it's such an important thing to golf and golf culture, especially in America. Um, so that's one, but then, you know, there's all these other little projects and, you know, little road trips to go and show like on kind of the unknown sides of golf that people don't really see. Most people want to see the pictures of Cypress point. Yep. But when I show them pictures of like Bosco Bell golf club in South Carolina, they're like, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, it's $12. You can go play it. And what? Yeah. That place looks rad. And that's kind of the goal is. How can I make stuff that's really accessible look really good that entices people to go play golf? Like that's really why I do what I do is I want people to be excited about golf because I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many sectors you can just break down in golf. You could like to shoot driving ranges. You could oh, yeah. shoot the balls. You can shoot old stuff. And you can apply that to anything. I think that's the interest is like really look at a subject and how can you hack hack at it and keep hacking exactly, at it yeah. and find something else and take something out of it because that's that in my mind those are the photographers that are the ones that i look up to i'm like fuck why didn't i think of that yeah exactly <laughs> i mean golf is like so to most people golf is this very vanilla thing and it's very like yeah it's very well okay well it's golf what's interesting about it there's so much that's interesting about it that it's really it's like endless you know, people always ask me a question, you just shoot golf? I'm like, yeah, that's all. I can't, I can't shoot anything else right now because there's so much and to I bet, shoot. And I bet in your mind, you probably feel like you haven't even scratched the surface. No, yet. that's what I've got literally a notebook full of just ideas and yeah. things that I want to shoot because it's like, golf is like literally endless. And if you ever get to the end of it, then I don't know, maybe you just, Combust, I don't know. he'll tell you you're not at the end yeah, yeah. no way man <laughs> you gotta go Irving Penn on this shit and shoot like you could do like the little like fucking tease you can do still life of tease fucking let's get after it but anyways well uh oh, I guess my last question uh we're here at the PGA Championship uh tomorrow's the final uh round uh Bruce Kepka's winning um what are you guys hoping to see tomorrow and who who, who you think is gonna t take it home go ahead Christian you take this first <laughs> Uh, I would like to see John Daly somehow make it back <laughs> on course in his golf cart. cart. Did you get some good photos of him on the cart? No, I purposefully avoided it. Fuck. Yeah, because it, for me, it was like, it's too easy. All it's, right. it's almost too easy to shoot. Yeah. Um, plus, I so I started a thing called Burning Cart Society. Okay. So in my soul, there's that's everything that's wrong. Like the fact that that was allowed just annoys me. But... Um, 
I think I think Brooks Kepka is gonna win by what's he up by seven right he's now? By seven, yeah. He'll probably win by I'm gonna say he's gonna win by nine. All right. Ooh. Wow. I feel like he's just gonna like hammer down tomorrow. But I would love to see and I don't want him to do poorly, but I would love for something to happen to make it more interesting. Yeah. To where there's like a fever pitch. Because I just don't feel like that's going to happen. Yep. I feel like it might be, which might not be bad because then I can get out of here early because <laughs> I don't feel good. <laughs> uh, no, that's cool, man. Well, guys, uh, thanks for taking the time to do this, Christian. Like I know uh, you've been uh, kicking ass all week and getting those steps in. And Jesse, <laughs> always a pleasure talking to you, man, because I, I really appreciate your passion for photography um but i guess for people listening where's the best place to check out your work christian uh probably instagram was it uh it's h-a-f-e underscore life hafe life you got a website yeah christianhafer.com i'll link it and people go check that out and jesse where should people uh annoy you at go to the <laughs> newsstand and buy golf magazine buy multiple copies if you can um you can also go find golf mag photo on instagram and uh yeah please go buy the magazine we would certainly appreciate it and also just again another big thanks to alex for always putting together great podcasts it is a pleasure listening to all the guests you have i've learned so much from it myself um and it's great just hearing all the different perspectives from the people you get i know i appreciate it and uh, i'm gonna gonna keep an open mind i don't hate you getty i love al bello (laughs) i don't hate all of it I'm going to keep an open mind. There's a place for everybody. I love photography. We can hug it out later. Later. Amen. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. I actually want to tell you about a new image transfer tool I've been using lately called PickDrop. Uh, PickDrop's a really great tool for when you need to send off those files to your clients or whoever you're working with. Um, it's really great. You can create uh, private galleries, different folders for whatever various assignments you're working on. Um, for me, I've been using it for a few months now. It's really just kind of helped me organize all my photos and kind of keep them in one spot. And my clients can actually write notes on the photos I sent to them and rate them. Uh, just a really easy way to communicate with my clients. Um, for years, I was using like Dropbox and WeTransfer and things like that. But with PicDrop, it was actually designed by a photographer. So they really understand what photographers need. And like I said, I've really been enjoying it and can't say enough about it. And with today's podcast, if you enter the promo code PHOTOBANTER, you're going to get three months free when you sign up at PicDrop.com. Um, so definitely go check it out and let me know what you guys think. And remember, enter the promo code PHOTOBANTER and you'll get three months free. And also just had to give a big thank you to our guests, uh, Jesse Ryder from Golf uh, Magazine, as well as our photographer, Christian Hafer. Uh, really inter- interesting conversation, kind of a different format than we normally do. Um, but, you know, as a big golf fan myself and photography, uh, it was a real pleasure to kind of picking their brains about everything they've done. Um, but definitely go, go go check out Christian Hafer's uh uh, work. He has a lot of cool stuff up on his Instagram. Uh, it's Hafe underscore life. That's H-A-F-E underscore life. Uh, he's been documenting the PGA Championship all week, as well as go to golf.com. Um, check out uh, all the stuff they got going up there. They've kind of been posting Christian's work and kind of got a little photo essay. And also let's go check out Golf Magazine. Um, they just redesigned it. Uh, Jesse Ryder's been working on that for years and this really great work. So I can't thank uh, 
Jesse and Christian enough for taking the time. And uh, as always, I'll be having weekly uh, podcasts every Monday on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, as well as my website, alexgagnephoto.com, and on my Instagram, at alexgagnephoto. Thanks so much for listening, and take care.